Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back here on the Ciroc Point after hanging out with the Cajun Cannon after a 24-17 Saints victory. Winning edition of the Ciroc Point after and a first place NFC South edition of the Point after as well, Cajun Cannon. Yeah, uh, the trifecta, uh, Falcons lose. The Bucks lose now. The Cowgirls lose. It'll be the tri- It'll be it'll be a perfect Sunday. It'll be a perfect fall day. Uh, the Saints come out on top. I still don't know how we only won uh, by single digits, being plus five in the turnover margin. I'm like, what? If you'd have told me we were plus five before the game, I said we're not only going to beat the Bears, we're we're going to crush them. You would think plus five. I'm not saying you're scoring a touchdown every every time, but I said we're probably winning by twenty plus points. Now, I thought the game would be 27 to 13. I thought the Saints would cover the eight and a half, uh, not so fast. I think uh, Vegas is pretty, uh, you know, eight and a half, and we had a seven point lead. It just goes to show you, uh, but you're not going to kick a field goal at the end to make it that double digit win, 27 17. But, um, you know, th- that's one thing. Bears fans are pretty damn loyal. Uh, when you look at the Bears fans that travel and show up, I'm like, you, know, you want to talk about the living in the past. Because uh, no Bears fan could talk smack to the Saints. I'm talking about in the history of their uh, matchups and what's occurred. You know, right now, uh, over the last two seasons, you know what their record is? 5 and 21. Okay, now, now it's not 21 and 5. 5 and 21 and the Bears fans, the Bears. Uh, they still showing up. Uh, they more like uh, the baseball version. They more like Chicago Cubs. I think there's young pups. I know a grizzly bear, no a big bad bear. But look, uh, the Saints have now won uh, seven straight games against Chicago. Uh, that's counting the playoffs. Again, that's that, that's not an opinion. We won seven straight games uh, against the Bears, counting the playoffs. Like I said, in the Superdome. We've now won seven straight times uh, in the regular season, not counting the playoffs. Uh, we seven and two against the Bears in the Superdome. In the regular season, we've now uh, have an edge eighteen to thirteen. The reason why I bring this up, you know, they're one of only eleven clubs. Now, you know, there's um, thirty-one clubs, but they're one of eleven clubs the Saints have a winning record against, and the seven-game regular season winning streak against the Bears is the longest against any opponent. So if you got Bear family or Bear cousins or friends, now listen, they might be trying to talk bad about the Saints, but you could tell them, man, what are you talking about? You better look in the mirror. 
uh, where the Bears are at. But I thought the Bears played hard. Uh, the Bears played tough, but uh, I'm very optimistic where we're at right here, being plus five for the season. I mean, uh, for the game, now plus eight for the season. Remember, we won seven games last year, and we were minus 11. So, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to take a look at the glass half full and, and half instead of half empty in that regard. By us being able to get uh, three interceptions, and, you know, you got to be able to make playmakers, not necessarily uh, passes defended uh, when all said and done. Uh, do you know who's leading the NFL right now in interceptions? The Saints, the Houdan Nation. We got 12 picks on the season. We came into the game fourth. Now the 49ers and the Jaguars, uh, they have 11, but they're on the bye week, so we're ahead of them. And then you look at the Bengals. When are the Bengals playing? Uh, tonight, uh, Charlie? Yeah, Sunday night football. So they have 10. So if they get two, they're going to tie us. If they get three, then they have the lead. But I'm going to go with the Saints are the number one team taking away uh, the ball by air, by uh, getting interceptions. Again, that's where we're at. Now, you would think, I go, man, we're making this rookie quarterback look all world, right? I mean, uh, like Dennis Allen said, now, you can't take away the mistakes because that's all part of football. You know, when you count the interceptions, uh, he looked very confident at times. I mean, is this Justin Fields running? Way too easy to get yards. He ran 70 Ugh. yards uh, right at nine-yard average uh, per attempt, you know, extending plays. You know, he actually uh, threw for more yards than Derek Carr. Derek Carr had 211. He had 220, but he had two touchdowns, three picks. Derek Carr had two touchdowns, zero picks, a quarterback rating of 109. Well, guess what? Uh, Badgent. Is it Bajan or Badgent? I, I, I know Jeff always knows it. Bajant. Oh, oh Bajant. Say his name right. Don't don't mess up his name. So Bajant? Bajant is the correct okay. pronunciation, Thank right? Thank you, Jeff. Uh, Bajant. He had a quarterback rating of 65.3. Well, why are you bringing that up, Bobby? Okay, let me tell you why. This is one thing that is very encouraging, that we have gotten after the quarterbacks where they, they, we force them into mistakes, or are they not very accurate in the game? Do you know we're only behind the Ravens right now, uh, opponent QB rating? Uh, we were giving up 73.2, which is second best in the league. Well, now uh, today we accomplished 65.3. So that's a good thing. You intercept the ball, uh, the opposing quarterback, he's going to be like on a roller coaster, but he's not going to have a QB rating, and maybe you could uh, force him into mistakes. Now, what is not good, because Dennis Allen said he was going to coach him up. I think he got kind of perturbed with the media. <laughs> it was like, come on, D.A. Well, it's not no magic thing what we do at halftime, making adjustments. All I know is the last four games, it's amazing we've even won a game in the first half how we played defensively. And when you think about it defensively, I mean, because we've been outstanding most season, uh, especially in the second half, but throughout. You know, coming into the game, we had the fifth overall best defense, uh, number seven against the pass. Now, middle of the pack uh, against the run. Uh, we weren't very good against the run today, but I'm going to elaborate on that later. Uh, but when, when you look at that, you would never know this, but we've done the last four games, the last four games uh, on defense to start. Do you know what we've given up last four games? In the first half, there's not a 927 yards. And 122 points. Is our first half defense, is that the LSU fighting Tigers? Ouch. Uh, I mean, no. I mean, come on. 
Uh, no, I thought realistic. Okay, we're going to get right this game on our first half defense. Uh, not so fast. It, it didn't happen. It just didn't happen. So, uh, I don't know. We played the Vikings. Look, I thought uh, the Vikings had no chance against Atlanta today. Uh, but look, they ended up winning. Good for us. You know, the Falcons had a loss, and then the Texans. Uh, look at C.J. Stroud. He sets a rookie record. He threw for almost uh, 500 yards, I think, Charlie. 470-plus, if I'm guessing. 470, yeah. Uh, around there. and But look, um, uh, the Texans end up being the Buccaneers. Uh, so, hey, listen, it doesn't matter if you crush an opponent or you win by one. Um, you might not be happy with the win, but an ugly win, I always say this, is better than, man, we played awesome. How do we lose that game? I'd rather play ugly. And all, no, we, we all won. Because we won't even – it'll be like uh, beginning – like we beginning of November. It'll be beginning of December. We'll be like – you don't remember what really happened. You just know if you want to lost the game. So uh, I, I think that's where we're at. Now, looking at the contribution, because I think you're going to see this uh, throughout the season, uh, looking at Taysom Hill. I mean, I, you got to be un-American not to like Taysom Hill, well, uh, especially on the field. The same thing uh, on and off the field, but especially like uh, you're a good American if you love Alvin Kamara on the field. I would say Taysom on and off. Uh, but Alvin Kamara and Taysom Hill on the field. He had 68 uh, yards total. Kamara had 70. So you combine that and well, how they contribute, uh, th- that's what you want. Uh, you want to have 150-plus uh, uh, yards. But the one thing that caught my attention, Taysom Hill's a record setter. You know, I love records. Steve, you know, I always talk about that. You know, this season we all know he's lined up at quarterback. He's lined up at tight end, receiver, running back. He needed 39 more yards rushing and six more yards receiving to be only the fourth player in NFL history to top 2,000 yards passing, 2,000 yards rushing, and 600 yards receiving in his career. Well, uh, 52 is more than 39 yards. (laughs) And then he needed uh, receiving. He needed six. He got 13. So now Taysom Hill is in that category only one of four players in NFL history to top 2,000 yards passing, rushing the football, and yards receiving in a career. And it ain't over. I was going to say, I got more Taysom uh, history stats for you. Uh, yeah, to tell me this. Is it dealing with Frank Gifford? Yes, recorded his 10th career receiving touchdown today. He Hill's now the fifth player in NFL history, fifth player in NFL history with at least 10 passing touchdowns, 10 receiving touchdowns, and 10 rushing touchdowns in his career. And he's the first since Frank Gifford did it in 1964. All of the previous four other players are also in the Hall of Fame. Uh, no, there's going to be, I'm telling you, when all said and done, there might be a special category for Taysom Hill uh, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You know, we all remember Frank Gifford with the, uh, the the Giants, and then obviously, you know, when you later on, and then he's doing Monday Night Football, and oh yeah, that's Kathy Lee's uh, husband, uh, you know, Frank Gifford. But uh, yeah, uh, Taysom is on a level uh, that he has to be a big part of the game plan, uh, game in and game out. Like we played the Vikings, yes, uh, Taysom Hill. Has to be part of game plan. Now, one thing I, I saw in the game, I don't know if I've ever witnessed this. As Michael Thomas played four quarters and not caught a ball, 
I don't know if his, in his career. Maybe when he was hurting, you know, that year when he played through it. But Yeah, but he probably still caught a ball. <laughs> right. He had one target, zero catches. I don't know if I've ever witnessed Michael Thomas not catching a pass in a game. Well, he did not have one uh, today. Uh, Chris Olave had eight targets, six receptions. Uh, he led the team 46 yards. He had that one touchdown. But how about with the one time? Remember when we went far and four down and didn't make it? And he caught the ball. Oh, why are you falling down? Look where, look, okay, everybody tapes the game. Look where he caught the ball. You're going to tell me he couldn't get one or two yards more? You're going to get hit. It's tackle football. It's not flag football. Don't fall unless a defender makes you fall. Or if the ball's at, at, at uh, your shoestrings. Uh, if it's anywhere around your kneecaps or your thigh, catch the ball and head north and south. Don't catch the ball and fall down. Now, maybe he might say, well, he's little like Brandon Cooks. You don't want to get hit. Uh, I mean, you don't play in the NFL to be scared, but that's playing scared when something like that happens. I don't know. He's saving himself, trying to last a long time, but look if we get the first down instead of, you don't know how the game's going to turn out. Instead of all of a sudden a fourth down situation, eh, we'll be giving the ball back to the Bears. That's why those plays like that end up driving me uh, crazy. Now, when I look at it defensively, uh, and I was bragging on about this, but uh, to me, we still need to get a better pass rush at time. You know, when I was looking at it, what well, we had a couple of sacks. Of, uh, oh, Bob, it's not just about sacks. Oh, we only had four quarterback hurries. I mean, it's not like uh, the Bears or the Detroit Lions offensive line. Looking at this, it's like when we play the Lions, we're going to have another one of those zero sacks, zero quarterback hurries. Uh, because I thought we'd have been more productive and being more disruptive against a rookie quarterback. Now, Zach Bond, I don't know. Why, why. Oh, he's in your doghouse. Well, I mean, I, I think he's outstanding. I'd put him on special, special teams. teams. right? If uh, he's playing in a game and he's on defensive snaps, he's the weak link. They're going to attack him. He ended up with two tackles, but so many times. Did we get outflanked in the flat so many times and we weren't up feeling enough to contain the quarterback? Well, if that doesn't change, you don't think teams keep trying to run those plays until you could stop it? So I, I was disappointed in uh, Zach Bond in that regard. I thought Cam Jordan, I thought this was one of his most productive games this season. I thought Cam came to play. I'm not saying he drank the fountain of youth, but Cam came to play. Uh, he was third in uh, total tackles with seven. He had a sack, two quarterback hurries, and a tackle fell loss. I, I thought... Um, even though Pete Werner um, recovered a fumble at the end, man, he was getting blocked. I don't know. I, I just see him getting blocked a lot. He had a foam recovery. Um, looking at DeMario Davis, I think even though uh, DeMario Davis was very productive, I, I don't think our linebackers maybe played as well, that being DeMario Davis and Pete Werner, like I thought. Uh, but DeMario Davis uh, ended up having 10 total tackles, eight unassisted, a sad quarterback hurry, tackle for a loss, a forced fumble. But the one who showed up and was DB1 today was not Marshawn Lattimore. It was all uh, Paulson Adebo. What a day. Paulson Adebo was outstanding. Steve, look how active he was. He had seven total tackles, second best uh, tie with Cam Jordan, uh, second best uh, 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 unassisted five. Two interceptions, three passes defended, and you know you, you know what's awesome? You know what's uh, double-dipping? Whenever you could force a fumble 
and then you recover it. You know, sometimes you force a fumble, you don't know where the ball's going, and you don't recover it. No, someone else hopefully on your team scoops it up, right? Right, but if you could force a fumble and you recover it, uh, it doesn't get better than that. So uh, Paulson Adebo, uh he almost played like, for sure he should get two game balls. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, maybe if he'd have been like perfect, then you give him three, but like two and a half. But he should definitely uh, get a lot of recognition there. Uh, but I, th- I thought I was disappointed in our pass rush. Also disappointed in our run defense. Again, uh, when you look at it, we gave up uh, f- five yards a carry. So 4.9 is five yards, 156 yards. You got to count the quarterback yards. You cannot say, oh, if I take out the quarterback rushing yards, <laughs> this is what we did. No, they had 32 rushes, 156, 4.9 yard average. Uh, Bajan had uh, like nine yard average. But even Foreman, a traditional running back, he averaged 4.2. He ended up having. 83 yards, and, um, you know, th- that's one area. Okay, I'm going to tell you, and we have been amongst the top five, but not so much this season. Coming into the game, uh, we were ranked 20th. Now, we outstanding overall defense, pass defense, but 20 against the run. So that definitely has to improve because uh, I think we have the skill set to be able to do this. Even though our offense, uh, now, we didn't have one of those unbelievable days like, we're having four or 500 yards of total offense because, uh, you know, we all got our game by the Bears 368 to 301. But uh, when you look at it, I still think that our defense has to be outstanding. How we structured to win. Now, we don't, uh, we don't want our uh, defense just to be average. I mean, our offense to be average. You got to be good, very good. But our defense has to be outstanding. I think that's going to be critical. And it helps you uh, outstanding. Look, we held them to 17 points. Well, hell yeah, you get five turnovers. You, they sh- you should hold them to 17. No, if you go in theory, if you break down the percentages, this kind of game, if you plus five, instead of 24-17, that should be 30-something to 17. I don't know, 34-17, to 38-17. But, but nothing's easy right now for the Saints. But as long as they win, we win and we in, the fir- and we in first place in the NFC South. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 